This is your host of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. I'm Leisha Holmes, and I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our episode. Now, before we start, I would like to thank our sponsors, Hoxo Media and Vincere. I will explain a bit more about them later on in the episode as to how you, our listener, can benefit from a unique discount by mentioning the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you contact them. Now, remember to click subscribe as you're listening now to get notified of every new weekly episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast and I'm absolutely thrilled to welcome back to our channel today an amazing leader who came on our podcast in 2020 when we were talking very specifically about how COVID at the time had affected her business but we also talked about various other things such as being a couplepreneur which is something I'm always really fascinated about and most importantly in a real evergreen subject actually is about mental well-being. This is Marie Percy and she is the founder of Chrysalis People's Solutions. Welcome back to you today Marie, how are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me back. You're very welcome and as we record this at the back end of 2021 I think by the time this gets broadcast we'll all firmly be the other side in the new year in 2022. How has the 2021 pandemic treated your business? How have things been for you? Oh well um, do you know what it's been great and we're very very fortunate very very grateful that we come off the back of a pandemic with a stronger business different business model than we had as we went into the pandemic um you know we're not that traditional recruitment agency anymore that we were previously so um we recruit for amazing businesses throughout the uk but now we support clients with recruitment hr and mental health and well-being so we've expanded our offering we've pivoted quite quite somewhat and we've franchised the business so actually the business is in a great position coming out of the pandemic and that was really one of the key reasons why i wanted to invite you back on because i think to sort of contextualise our conversation probably about 12 months ago to where you're at now and then looking ahead to the future, there'll be a lot of our audience, certainly those who are fellow leaders running their own SMEs in the recruitment sector, no matter where you're based in the the world, who have probably done some of the things where they've maybe, you know, done solution selling, they've, they've looked at ways to, you know, the word pivot obviously gets used a lot, but where they can expand their products to clients and not just become this, you know what was always perceived as a very transactional service and I think you have done it with a real aplomb um, and certainly the, the you know the subject we're going to talk about today is one that I think is absolutely fascinating which is the franchise model which I think has historically not been prevalent particularly in the recruitment industry whereas it is in every other industry that I can think of yeah. hospitality you know there's just so many areas so First and foremost, you know, for those who are maybe not familiar yet what with it, exactly how a franchise model works. So what, what is it and why would somebody think about setting one up? Okay, um, so yeah, you're right. There's very little in our industry. And certainly when I set up five years ago, I did look and there were a couple of people at that time that, that would offer you support to set up, but they wanted 40 to 50% of your business to do it. Um, and crazily, I did consider it, but thankfully didn't go down that route. So for me, we're, you know, I've got a mantra in life, which is all about changing lives. And over the four or five years, it has been a roller coaster. Setting up a business is really, really hard. So, but over the time, I really, I knew that I wanted to be able to give this to somebody else to do what I've done. 
And so the franchise model is a tried and tested business model. So our business is four years, tried and tested, incredibly successful. You know, it did six figures in year one and has grown year on year on year, regardless of pandemic. And what we've got now is a really strong business, which has got all the tried and tested um, processes, systems behind it that gives it, a, you know, um, credibility. So the franchise model allows somebody else to take our business model and run with it in their own uh, in their own territory area. So they get our business model. They get all of the tech and systems we use, which is something we heavily invest in because it means we need less people. Um, if we've got the systems doing what we need it to do in the background. So they get all the systems, they get all the tech, they get 30 years of experience, you know, between me and Hubby, we've been in the industry for 30 years. Um, but more importantly, what they then get, which is what's missing, is they get the support and the mentorship that come with setting up a business because it is so hard. And I've learned the hard way for sure. And I just think now, with the model we've got to give that to, you know, highly ambitious, entrepreneurial driven recruiters who are at the top of the game, where the next obvious step is to set up on their own. But let's be honest, that's a very lonely and, and tough world. If we can say, well, actually, as working parents, we created this to give us more freedom and to give us a better life with our family. If we can then give that to somebody else who can then change their entire life and change their future by giving them all the tools, but more importantly, giving them that ongoing support where, you know, they've got somebody as a mentor to guide them through what, what to do and what not to do. So, you know, it's very different to traditional franchise models you get in other industries. You can buy a franchise business, they give you the business and you're left to, to get on with it. This is very different um, in that you get a lot of that support and hand-holding um, as much or as little as you need it, but you've got everything you need to deliver what we're delivering in year five in your first year. First year. And I, I'm really glad that you brought that up, actually, because I think that for me, you know, commercially, why would somebody take on a franchise? It's because you're buying into a brand and that's yeah. what, you know, that's ultimately why you would do it. It's why you would join any business, but to, to you know, to put your money where your mouth is and, and get yourself launched. Like you say, you're not going to have to go through all that burn of the first yeah. three years where you're not going to make a penny. Yeah. Get that. Um, and I think that, you know, looking at your particular brand, you know, your brand is very centered, you know, in, as an observer and something that, you know, I don't mm. know your content, your, one of your unique selling points is that freedom element as a working parent. And I absolutely applaud you. So if, if you're listening to this, you know, think about what your brand stands for, what sets you apart in your market. And actually that is what a potential franchisee is going to buy into. It might, it might not be the, the working parent. Yeah. It could be, you know, your technical specialism. It could be, you know, the investment that you've made in communication, whatever it might be. That those are the things that people are going to see as advantageous. So, you know, for you, when you've looked at, you know, and I know that as we record this, you know, you've, you've obviously launched a franchise now and you're looking, you know, to, to continue to do that. And that's, you know, it's a really exciting opportunity for you and Ian to, to do that and to see people flourish. But what do you look for? What, what should a potential franchise owner look in a, a franchisee that will guarantee success? We briefly interrupt this chat on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to introduce to you our partnership with Vincere, the recruitment operating system. Vincere is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe. 
a single tech platform that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach all under one roof. This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with Vincere because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincere.io and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat. A tough one, isn't it? Um, because, you know, we're never guaranteed success. But for us, I think the most important part of bringing franchisees in, because they have to be right, we're a small business. Um, for us, it's not about numbers. It's it's about the people we bring into the business that can add value to our, our greater network and the bigger team. Um, for me, it's very much based around values. They have to resonate with us as a business. Um, and, you know, I know lots of recruitment businesses say it, but for us, you know, there's some, some values in our business that are crucial to how we operate. So, you know, honesty, integrity, professionalism, going above and beyond for our clients, you know, um, these are things that are really, really important. And we genuinely believe we give the best service in the industry for sure. And so for us, anybody coming in has to resonate with that and has to be very much about the quality of delivery. Um, you know, we're not a transactional recruiter. We are very much about building relationships and adding value. And that's why we offer additional services. So we're not just selling recruitment. When we sit and talk to clients and you're talking about people, you're talking everything. You're talking HR. Mental health and well-being right now is top of the agenda for most employers. So we're able to add value in lots of different ways. So it has to absolutely be somebody that um, is, is very much the same in terms of, of building relationships, having those values that absolutely, um, uh, you know, everything they do within personal life, within work is all centered around the same values. And for me, that's the starting point um, because we have to be aligned. You know, they're selling our brands. Um, we've got a, a really strong brand. We've got a great reputation in the Northwest. They have to resonate with that and they have to uh, be passionate about that brand and portray that brand in the same way. So there's a lot of due diligence that goes on in the background. It's oh, quite a thorough process. You just took those two words right out of my mouth. I was going to say the level of due diligence for a potential franchise owner is has got to be above and beyond because it's very different to exit a franchisee I imagine from your contract than it is to exit an employee who isn't hitting target you know performance management how does that work then yeah it's, it's, yeah it's you know at the end of the day this is their business you know they set up a limited company you know it's it's a it's a full-on franchise business so I can't manage them I can't manage you know what they do I can't manage the people they employ however and one thing that, that is really important when you do start franchising your business is you have to be covered. And there's a lot of work that goes in the background with the solicitor in terms of making sure the contracts are right. Um, now, don't get me wrong, the contract is a lengthy contract that covers everything within the business. So in terms of the way we operate as a business, every single thing we do is documented and that is part of the contract. So even though, no, we can't directly manage them and you wouldn't want to, um, I'm there to support and guide them, 
but we do have a contract to fall back on um, to make sure that things are followed in the, in the right way. And that just makes it consistent across the board. It makes it very black and white. Um, you know, those processes, systems are there for everyone to follow. Um, and, and yeah, you've got to, for me, with the new guys we've got on board, we've got two franchisees, it's just about supporting and nurturing them. And, and I know for sure they're the right characters for us and they resonate with our brand. So it's, it's just supporting and guiding them through that. But you do have that contract to fall back on um, should you have any issues, you know, moving forward. And likewise, to protect the franchisee as well. It's, it, there's a lot of um, rhetoric that goes on from, you know, the, yeah. the people can see there's an opportunity, you know, they, they take advantage of the fact that they might have capital sat there and, you know, I'll, I'll do this, but actually the reality in data, and, and I have unfortunately candidates who've come through this have not necessarily a franchise model but where they had investment opportunity so I think it's very important and actually that follows on very nicely uh, or leads very nicely I should say to the sort of next question really what would your top advice be so it'll be a two-part question one is to those who are thinking of going down the franchise route for their own business to you yeah. know expand into other geographical areas presumably or potentially other verticals within their own brand and then what would your advice be to potential franchisees and also yeah. just a kind of a that the sort of addendum would be what the potential pitfalls might be for both okay so i just wanted to break away from the chat for 60 seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company hoxo media are doing about it there's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote unquote modern recruiter personal branding building an online presence finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, Hoxo have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. And they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you, as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. Now they teach it all to you over an eight week course in the Hoxo Academy. I actually completed the Hoxo Academy in the very height of COVID and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com, or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, give these guys a shout. But make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you and just quote the podcast, the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat. Okay, so I think with anyone that's looking to franchise their business, there's a lot of work that needs to go into it to do it properly. There's a lot, and especially in our industry, you hear a lot of people talking about joint ventures and um, you, to do a genuine franchise business model, um, you need firstly a tried and tested business. So you've got to have been trading uh, successfully for a few years to be able to um, franchise that to start with you've got to absolutely have all your processes systems documented and they need to be super efficient um, you need to uh, make sure you've got the right tech 
yeah. um, be able to support franchisees. Um, you need to, a big part is, I've worked with a franchise consultant, is making sure that you've got all the right contracts, handbooks in place. Um, you've got to make sure that you're protecting yourself and your franchisees. So there's a lot of legalities that sit behind franchising your business. So you need to give all of that consideration. You need to think about um, how you're going to support franchisees to be successful, because this is really hard because it's all right someone coming in and buying your business model, but that sits on my shoulders at night. They've got their families to provide for. And so for me, it's super important that you give thought to actually how you can support them to make sure they get success very quickly. Um, and don't underestimate, all of that takes a lot of time, effort, resource and cost. Yeah. Um, so it's a big job to, to get your business ready for franchising, but it's perfect. You know, for us as a business, you know, we're based in the Northwest. For us, it's perfect to grow the business and get national coverage without physically going through the pain of recruiting and getting big offices and, you know, increasing headcount, increasing overhead. So there's lots of benefits to it. Um, but it's a huge investment, uh, you know, to do it. I think for franchisees, if you've got uh, people considering it's an option, it's, it's a bloody great option if you are at the point where you want complete autonomy, complete freedom, you want to be in control of your own destiny and actually you want to make it work around your, your yeah. life, whether that's family, whether that's other commitments. Um, but my advice would be to do your research, you know, do your own due diligence. There's that many franchise opportunities out there. Um, you've got to do your research. Um, you've, got to, you've got to find somebody with the same values and the culture that, that's important to you because even though you're a franchise, you're still part of a bigger business and that bigger business needs to resonate with what's important to you. Um, and you can do that by doing your homework, do your due diligence, you know, check out um, the franchise opportunity. Go and speak to other franchisees, you know, people that have bought into a franchise, go and speak to them about it. Um, and then, yeah, and then, you know, I think the, the big thing is when you when you invest in a franchise, you need to put together a business plan and that business plan should be super easy, given you're given all the, the tools and support to do it. My biggest piece of advice then is absolutely embrace it and just trust the process and just do it. Um, you know, I spent way too many years you know spending time on the wrong things spending money on the wrong things as a franchise you don't need to do that so when you're ready to invest in a franchise you know for if this opportunity was available five years ago i just snapped someone's hand off for sure because you get everything to be able to run with it from day one um and that's that's the biggest difference um and you know the pitfalls with with um buying a franchise you know it's not easy running your own business is not easy you're accountable to yourself um, and you've got to work hard. It's not a magic formula. It's just everything you need. But at the end of the day, you have to deliver it. Yeah, you do. Um, so you've got to take that seriously. You know, it's 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 much harder than just being a recruitment consultant for a larger business. You know, many of us have sat there and thought, I could just do this myself. You can, but it's hard work and you've got to be prepared to, to put in to get out. Yeah, no, I, I, to I totally agree. I mean, I think the sense of self-belief has to be, 
you know, insurmountable in, in an entrepreneur generally anyway. And if you're listening to this and you are considering your options, whether you go down a joint venture route, where you, whether you look at a franchise option like this or whether you just do an, an old fashioned investment with a, you know, just cash as opposed to anything else, really think about what do you need and how have you excelled where you are? Because I have actually seen many people not thrive in the way that they did previously without a brand around them, without, yeah. you know, an, an internal shared service support. You know, it's yeah. incredible how you might be the best builder, but actually that's, you are a, a culmination of a lot of other people around you. So I think it's all really pragmatic advice and I really admire the pitfalls that you've mentioned as well. I don't think there's anything you haven't covered that I wouldn't suggest to people as well. So I think it's a really exciting space to be in and you're clearly one of the pioneers in recruitment. So remember where you heard and saw this lady first, make sure you connect to Marie if you are interested in exploring this conversation further. Um, and I know that you're also a trustee of a charity. So if we should get behind that, do you want to tell us a little bit about that as well, Marie? Please, that'd be amazing. So Share is a local charity to Chester and Share is about supporting homeless and refugees everywhere. So, you know, at this time of year, you can just imagine the people out on the streets in the coldest weekends of the year. Um, Share do some incredible work to be able to provide services to um, not only support those people who are suffering right now, but being able to work with them so that they can come through it. And, and they do some incredible, incredible work. Um, and, you know, the situation with refugees right now is just heartbreaking. So they do loads of work behind the scene to get uh, essentials out to, to these countries to be able to support the people that need it the most. So an incredible charity that does amazing things. So please do, yeah, take a look. Make sure you do. And whenever I see a post where people comment and call people, you know, refugees, these are human beings, everyone. Let's not forget compassion. Yeah. And we're all, we're all, I mean, I, I am the, the second generation of refugees. So I think I've always got a real resonance with this. So thank you. And, and as we listen to this now, probably in 2022, you know, this problem is still going to continue. So well done for being that. And we will support wherever we can. Thank you so much. We could talk all day. Thank uh, you. We uh, absolutely could. We literally could, but I'm going to let Marie get on with uh, changing people's lives because that's ultimately why I do what I do too. So well done. And thank you so much for joining us on the Recruiting Recruitment Podcast. Perfect. Thank you, lovely. Take care.